Okay, everybody, welcome back to Anime Savants. And this week, I am begrudgingly Uta. Oh, shit. This week, I am Lum. Okay. There's a little bit of news, right? Because that's coming back. Yeah. There's a remake coming. So. And uh, let's hop into... So we are... We're two weeks-ish. It's been like a... Uh, life has happened for the both Yes, of us. I, I take full responsibility because I was on death's door from some unnamed illness for like a week and a half. I was in so. Texas, so, you know. It, it, the you same know, stuff, stuff if you're a woman, I guess, or anyone <laughs> who's not a white man. Yeah, just it's stressful to visit, generally, um, if you're coming from the North. Anyways, um, we are like two episodes behind on Spy Family, so... I guess let's just hop in. Um, I. It's just so satisfying. <laughs> it's just so fucking satisfying. It's the light of my week. It's re- really fucking is. So we didn't even talk. Okay, so the episode before last, so before the first day of school, is the castle episode. Holy shit. That just kind of. That kind of went in a direction I just really wasn't expecting. I literally <laughs> thought he was just going to laugh in her face or laugh in their face and basically yeah. be like, yeah, that's cute. But he's like, nah, we're going to expense all this shit. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> and the whole time the episode's going on, I'm just constantly thinking, I was like, aren't you all like jeopardizing so much shit? So many and... spies obviously went to this fucking thing. I was like, there's a no way no one in that country is looking at this shit like, oh yeah, this is normal. Ain't no I was like, somebody fucked up and jeopardized their position and something like that. Like, there's no fucking way this happened. But overall, episode was great. Kudos to them for putting the music on Apple Music immediately. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that song's on Apple Music, TBD. That shit, because that was one of the highlights of the episode. I was like, what is this song? What is, oh my god, like this is perfect. Like it's going on. It's not just the, you know, the the jazz like music or whatever. It was like an actual song upbeat, like scene appropriate song. I love how they just made that nigga show off the entirety of that. It just the show makes ways for them to like insert just like the the is it Sakuga really? Or is it just like action sequences, it's like well, random it's ass very, action. Sequences. It's so competently made the whole show. Sometimes, like the really good stuff doesn't stand out as much because it's so well made. It's not yeah. like it's 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 like the the standard the standard scene. Probably the cheapest thing they ever make is when they're just like walking around outside, right? Like yeah. just you get they they're using a lot of filler stuff in the background. There's the they 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 blur out detail that you cgi like those are those are the cheap scenes and those look fucking fantastic so then you get like you know high action scenes and it's like the quality level is up but it's it's already so good looking that you don't really appreciate it until you go back and you watch it yeah um i love the whole thing where the informant was just like a impromptu fucking villain great i love the whole thing I just like how, uh, at the end of the day, the show still centers around Anya. Like, no matter what happens, like, Anya has to be the centerpiece because Lloyd cannot do it all by himself. He needs her to, co- not even cooperate, but he needs to, like, figure out ways to, like, be adaptable to a child and to her specifically. <clears throat> right. So, I... And the idea that he has to, like, it's, a, it's the parent dilemma, right? Where... 
you cannot make your kid be anything. You can only like encourage them or threaten them. Like if your kid's a dummy, it 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 doesn't matter. Like the tests are gonna fail. You know, there's no amount of you can't do it for them. Yeah. So it's the same way. Like his mission only works if Anya succeeds, but he can't do her role himself. He can only encourage her to, you know, live up to that. And so in a backwards way, he still has the same parent instinct, but it's just motivated by crazy stuff rather than this is his blood child that he must protect at all costs. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, And then I love that the spies, they just idolize him so much. They went along with anything. Yeah, and not only that, they created a fiction, right, (laughs) for for all this to make sense. (laughs) So it's just fucking wild. Yeah. That was a cute, like, you know, celebratory episode. And then we get to the fucking first day of school. And now I'm just like, wow, I want all these kids. I want, like, primary, like, kid interactions from now mm-hmm. on. Which I feel like the show is most likely going to do because, you know, it focuses around her and the school and Eden Academy and shit like that. Um, along, but, like, Lloyd and yours exploits are definitely going to factor into that eventually also. Um, or like from the jump basically because he already was saying oh I made some connections here like the parent thing while the kids were like out touring the school but the fact that the how do I put it the interactions and like the personalities of all the kids that they introduced were just so like bright and intriguing from the get go and the way that they I think what highlighted it though was the way that they interacted with each other off the jump and the key thing was Anya's telepathy and her reactions mm-hmm. to everything. I was just like, this is fucking perfect. Like, fuck yeah, I don't want to fuck with you. You already looking down on me. Like, I don't want to be your fucking friend, Becky. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <coughs> I loved it. Uh, the Anya face, now I know where that face is from because I've seen yeah. I've seen people post, like, the manga part of it with, like, all of it black and white. And so now I'm like, this is where this fucking face is? Oh, my God. Like, Troll Central. Yes. Like, oh my goodness. Fucking amazing. Of course, Damien is a little dick from the jump, uh, but <clears throat> also Haiki has a crush because he was like, oh, she playing hard to get. She cute. She cute. Right. Whatever. <laughs> so I was this like, what motherfucker. The fuck? Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I but love it. Was good. The whole setup for that, I think, was great because you have. So the kids are the kids are on the the um, in the audience and they're all brought down to the lower level. So you get like the three kind of uh, views of what's going on. You have Lloyd primarily sort of laying out like what the mission is that what he wants Anya to do, and then you you get like Anya's view of like what the kids are thinking, and then you also have what the kids themselves are thinking. <clears throat> so it's very cool that they get these inner monologues because they're so important to showing, you know, the dis- you know, the misunderstanding I guess of like what's going on. I especially loved when like the whenever they do Anya's view, they would always have her like question the advice I got from so and so it did not work. Like, yes. This, this Mommy's a liar. Bullshit. Yes. Which is what kids actually they have that experience. Yes. Of like, you know, you're told all this stuff and then you start to meet other people. You get out into the world. You're like, my parents were fools. They told me <laughs> it would work this way. And it definitely does not work that way. Right. So it, it always is skimming that surface 
of you know uh reality the realism of it then the comedy comes in very quickly so i i love that part i actually really like that what you just said also because that's exactly what happened with your but i also was like your you're lying because you get affected by your emotions all the fucking time and beat niggas up so i was like you trying to tell her to curtail her feelings and she's like bitch no that is impossible these people are (laughs) fucking crazy no yours been on like the knife's edge of murder Basically, since we met her character, like when you meet her and she's like, you know, office lady, oh, no, no. the next scene, she is berserk killing dozens of men with her bare hands. Right. And then when she gets into the family, you it's like instantly like she has a guillotine fetish and, you know, everything about killing gets her all hot and bothered. And, she, and even when she talked about raising her brother, she like when 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 they gave more of the details, like, no, she was also a psycho then, too. Like, it's not. Yes. She's good natured, so like that's not the problem. But damn, <laughs> giving advice to Anya, she could have killed that boy. <laughs> she could have killed that boy. Man. Yeah, could have killed him. So yeah, that was. I'm all caught up with that one, and then the next episode is tomorrow. Um, I've stopped watching the previews because I just want to be like completely surprised. So I'm just gonna see. What yeah, happens. I'm at the point where the what I read in the manga is kind of done and over with so i don't know what's gonna happen oh um, yeah i read up until basically the beginning of this episode and then i was like this is very good i know it's gonna get made into a series the one that i really went into hard was kaiju 8 and i i'm pres- listen if this is any indication of the oh. titles that are coming out of uh jump was it jump plus whatever they're calling their online the online now. one yeah yeah um and i heard what some series got moved over to that that was a weekly i don't remember which one. Oh, really yeah one I of their one of their top that. tens got moved over to the online but oh. either way if it, if that's an indication of sort of what the quality level can be whenever they get around to doing kaiju 8 which i presume next year maybe end of yeah. next year there will be some announcement about that because it's I too hear good. All I good things about it. All I oh, hear it's, good it's too about it's it. too good to stay on the shelf. And anyone who has read it knows that it has an art style that would make it very unique in a very grown up and internationally transferable way. Ooh, uh, it, like it's kind of perfect for that to have some mainstream appeal, um, even outside of like traditional anime channels. So I'm just I am. Very happy about what is happening. Spy Family got like the it got a deluxe treatment, but it got it like it, I don't know if it's uh, it, when it was when it was announced and you saw some um, clips from it. If people kind of understood that this was going to be such a high quality show, and I I can't imagine the dub not doing well on like American TV. Um, so no. <clears throat> yeah, so it's, I, I enjoyed it. The other thing, I'm trying to think of the other thing about the episode. Oh, right, that they in the episode five was it six? Is six the latest one? Yeah, six is the latest one so far. Yeah, so in in the latest episode six, the one where Anya punches out, uh, is his name Rufus? Uh, Damien. No, oh, Damien. Sorry, Damien. Desmond, she, I think. Right, where she punches him out. The other good thing about that episode is that okay, finally we have some structure, right? Because in the beginning. Um, Lloyd's boss kind of lays out exactly what the uh, stakes are going to be going forward and what the challenges for Anya are going to be going forward. And we now know that like 
it's all about her academic performance getting into this very like select basically the honors club she yeah. has to she has to you know do well enough in the school to get enough stars to get into this club in order to have this meeting and then the alternative is a fail path which is great because sometimes very straightforward stories don't in, in anime do not bother to tell you what the actual stakes for losing are and the conditions it's just sort of assumed like if our heroes don't get what they want then it's game over here there's a, a structure to it which means that you can have tension like we had in this episode where she punches this kid out and we know from being told ahead of time that she can't get too many of these negative stars. So it's not just an event that happens at the school. Oh, it directly, you know, it, it creates some peril in a situation where, you know, there's guys with guns and people get assassinated and there's like consequences. But realistically, we know that like our main characters are not going to die. Yeah. So threats of violence can't be the, the where the tension comes from. It's got to come from like the... The, the academic mission as a whole. side and the mission, right? The way the mission plays with the academics, it's got to come out of that, and so they give us a nice little structure for understanding the the trouble that our characters are going to have to overcome. Because now she's got this demerit; she can't get like seven more of them. And who knows, there may be a time in the future where she does something, she has to do something that's so bad that she gets a bunch of them at once. So then you can kind of have have her teetering on the edge of failure and the parents freaking out, which is, a, again, a lot like what regular parents do in a non-crazy situation. So I thought that was great. And now we kind of have a structure moving forward. And we kind of like identified the the bad, the bad guys and the, you know, the people that she's going to have to overcome as far as like yeah. the academic side as well. Um and Mr. Elegant is still doing his thing. Yeah, I and thought she, it was she great. She lied to protect a friend. I thought it was great how uh, he got demoted into being her teacher as opposed to just getting fired. I was like, perfect right. setup. Makes perfect. sense. Because he protected her in a sense. Right. Even in the beginning when the when his boss was like, bro, you expense all that bullshit. I was like, at least they mention it. Yes. Yes. Like, don't let that just pass. Like, <clears throat> she was fucking pissed. And he was, just kept on going. He was just like, yeah, I got some more bills for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> he has balls. I'll give him that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed the last couple episodes, and we'll see where things head uh, next week. Yeah. So, as far as other stuff, I watched, I caught up with Trapped in a Dating Sim, and Whew. I'm in love. This is, this is amazing. <laughs> this this show is amazing. Um, everything that Shield Hero is supposedly missing out on now, I'm getting from this. <laughs> and I just like, I just, I really am so pleased. I'm so fucking pleased with this show. Um, is the writing like fucking phenomenal? I don't know. It's I don't okay. really, I don't get, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> but is it satisfying? It's so satisfying mm -hmm. that just all of uh, the little arcs that we go through, his interact. First of all, I just like how they're just like, well, not how they're, but how he admits he's like, I'm just going to have to be the villain. I'm just going to have to be the villain to these people because like they're fucking idiots. Like they're fucking idiots. I'm going to be the villain to in turn help them be better people. But also at the end of the day, I love how his mindset is not over. I have to succeed in society and like, I have to be the best in the world. He's like, I want you niggas to leave me alone. <laughs> I want you niggas. I want to get enough power to the point where I can go live on my island and you will leave me the fuck alone. 
I love it. It's it's so just like, and then he stays true to that character. He stays true to that goal the entire time so far. Where he's like, I mean, no, I don't want to do this. But like, you know what? You pissed me off. Or like, I don't like Ikemen. Fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you up. Like he literally, it's all him. It, there's no grand scheme <laughs> of like, I'm doing this to save the world. And no, I got transported no, no, to. No, 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 no. He's literally here and doing it for himself. I love how they co-opted the supposed villainess into being yes. like a supporting character who actually has feelings and actually had like things. But then also in these further arcs, like it's like, girl, but you were a piece of shit at once. Yes. Like, you were a piece of shit and you do have to deal with that. And then also just, okay. Cause I, first of all, I knew I had a feeling it was a little sister. And once she was like my brother, I was like, there it is. There yeah. It is. I was yeah. like, it's the little fucking sister. Now how she died and got transferred or if she died at all, who knows? But Oh, oh man, there's just so much. There's so much. There's seven episodes. So much has happened. I'm not gonna give y'all a whole fucking plot line, but like it's just so sad. The fucking mecha battle, one v. I laughed my ass off the entire time. That was so entertaining. The I moment my ass that off. he took out a shovel, I was like, oh, this. He is whooped these to- niggas' asses like it wasn't even. It was. It was just an embarrassment, and there was not supposed to be any dramatic tension whatsoever. They were just gonna get annihilated. No risk. And treated like shit. Like I just like that he was. There was no nobility. Yeah, he just hated these motherfuckers. He hated them. <laughs> that was it. I love the AI. How the AI is literally like more and more getting comfortable, basically being like, "You're a bad person." You're yeah, all the time. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You're yep. a piece of shit. <laughs> you're not like, a good guy. Yeah, you're, like, you're not a good person. <laughs> and he's just like, "I don't really give a fuck." Like, whatever. Let's just keep going. But also, in the most recent episode, the girl said it per- perfectly. She was like, "You're um, uh, you're really twisted, but you're a kind person." And I was like, "Yeah, that's it." But the thing is, you wouldn't interact with his twisted part if you just don't get on his bad side. Fair That's enough. It. And I and the That's best it. part is that so that that kind of character is the is a certain fantasy for real assholes in real life. Everybody wants to believe that they're you know, they they act like a jerk, they're insensitive to other people, but really deep down they're they're a good person. That's what everyone wants to believe. It's very hard to write that character because it's so easy to, for them to either just fall into straight being a very asshole. Gen- yeah, a straight up unrepentant asshole, which is fun, but you have to want to do that. Or like a goody two shoes who they call an asshole because maybe he's mean once in a while in the context of the story, but like wouldn't do anything over the line because then you can't be heroic anymore. This yeah. guy's a, just a piece of shit, but his motivation actually makes a lot more sense because it's not about the other people who are, you know, like, oh, this this happens all the time in like returner stories, right? They betrayed me in another life. So as a result of that, I can do whatever I want to them. You know, like there's that version. This isn't like that. He just hated that fucking game. He hated the game. He wants nothing he so, to do with that world. He didn't want to play it in the first place. He got forced into doing it. This isn't the type of game that he likes. He's not like, you know, uh, oh, I always want to be in an atone. No, this is a literal hell for him. There's nothing redeeming about it. And, it, and he said it in the first couple episodes that the world makes no sense. Yes. Like, there's too much shit in it. Yes. Like, there's from everywhere. Ma- it doesn't Mecca, even work. Magic. Well, there's no Magitech. So that right. two different races of humans, one race can use magic, the other race could, and then now they're extinct, but then their fucking robots are still around yes, trying to kill yes. the people. It's like, oh, okay. 
He's like, this okay. is dumb. The, the person who wrote this just, he didn't even want to make games like this. He just took all the stuff from other things that he liked all and threw it in. All of the pay for win shit is in the world. <laughs> as long as you know where to get it, it's there. So it's so funny because it's a, they are, the, you know, I love uh, being meta, but there's times when like some, the, they could be too, like a, a storyteller be too in on the joke. And it's like, you are pretending like this isn't supposed to be a well-built world, but then you want all the characters in it to treat it like it's very serious mm-hmm. but we have at least two characters in the story at this point who know that this is all shitty like it's just it's a bunch of crap basically and so they treat the people in it that way like they like you know they can manipulate them however they want they kind of do whatever they want to them you know anyway and the main character's motivation is just leave me the fuck alone yes i already beat this game i don't want to play this game anymore <laughs> leave me alone i love it I fucking love it. I love it so much. And I, it's just nice to like have like a power. Like it's not even a power fucking fantasy Isekai. It's just like, it's no. a character that is just like true to himself and not with the bullshit. He's not, and it's honestly, he reminds me of fucking Rimuru because yeah. Rimuru basically is just like, bro, I just want to chill. I just want to live. Like I found like these monsters are cool. And uh, eventually it grows into like, because he never wanted a country. He was just like, no. I just want to I just want to protect the people who I care about. Like, that's right. about it. They fucking evolved it and all the other surrounding things made it go into that direction. But at the end of the day, Rimuru, one of the main reasons why they got fucked up so bad in the previous season is because Rimuru was not on the like the political, like kind of shit like that. That nigga was in Dwarvo, the, the Dwarven country he's drinking. Like, he's like, leave me alone. Let me do my shit. Like, what yeah. the fuck is this? He's chilling. So I'm like, this is this is the kind of character that I appreciate in the isekai. And that's also one of the kind of the reasons why I like Mushoku Tensai. Rudy is in it for Rudy. Yeah. Rudy's in it for Rudy. As much as and that's one of the things that is intriguing about that show. Where it's like Rudy's in it for Rudy, and he's very hard-headed in that aspect, where it's kind of just right. like, nigga, you're still extremely selfish. Like you're really not learning the lesson, and you're gonna have to have some more. Like a lot more. Like hard ones. So I think I think that it's like I like what you brought up that it's like similar very to Rimuru's character. It's the inverse of his character. Because Rimuru's character is kind as the you know, the by default and yeah. then is you know, has a rage when it comes to things that are oh, personal to, yeah. to to them, right? Like that's the that is the dichotomy. And that's why when you're watching it, you're getting satisfaction out of like the slice of life stuff because again, that's his the passion of that character, just building stuff and having a good time. And then <clears throat> when the bad guys show up and piss him off, you're like, Yeah, we know what he snaps, it's about to go crazy. So he starts with kindness and then kind of finishes with brutality or spitefulness or whatever you want to call it. But it's never it's never really negative. It's like I'm doing what is necessary yeah. in order to get me back to my situation. A toy game! That's just turned around. <laughs> this nigga wants to be... Yeah, he wants to be left alone, but like he, he, he leads with, I'm a dick. He leads with, I don't like you. He leads with, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm gonna fuck you up if you get in my way. I don't give a fuck about this anything. And, I don't care and if you're a prince. <clears throat> right. He takes that shit real serious he, to the point where, like, it becomes spiteful and and ridiculous. And then he finishes with kindness. Right? Like, once he's disposed of somebody, he's not going back. Like, when the princes show back up again, like, he doesn't like them. But now they're just rendered down to, like, jokes. 
yes. to, for him. Like he's like what like whatever. And then the people who he helps, whether it's on purpose or just as a result of him trying to get at someone else, he's always very kind to them because they didn't do shit to him. And They're honestly, not like pissing I, I him can, off. I feel like he's building up allies unintentionally. Because exactly. From this episode with the homegirl, with Filk the one that his ex-fiance when she said like she was like you're kind of twisted but you're not a bad person like you're a kind person i was like bruh i can highly see i can definitely see her coming back around later on in some like court situation where sure of course and she's like actually i can vouch for him like you know he's better than filk and the prince and all this shit like that so so it's just it's just reverse it's the same tension it's the same like beats but it's all the character is reversed so i kind of like it better that way because like you get the the catharsis of him just ruining somebody or just like just fucking all their shit up and then it's sort of like was it what's that what's that classic um pleasure and pain that book with by by the uh, iceberg slim where it's like how do you break a hoe first you gotta hurt her and then you gotta oh my show, god you gotta take her to the house. that's what that <clears throat> that's what his character is like he breaks him first and then he shows them the the under kindness that's underneath or whatever and i'm like that's so funny that I, i'm into that because i normally would not <laughs> at all maybe because i hate the game that he's in too so i kind of just want him to fuck everybody up you know what i mean yeah so yeah i I will be watching this every week, y'all. So <laughs> this, 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 this is just like this is an automatic. Like it went from like nowhere near on my radar to like top three, like immediately, <laughs> like top three. That's like, so funny. Like this, I would, I feel like what like Spike's family, summertime rendering, and this, and I gotta catch up on summertime because apparently that shit is just, it's oh. just oh my god. I, apparently okay. it's like despair. <laughs> like, oh. So, I'm like, yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me get, let me get caught up on y'all. Let me get well, caught up well, goddamn. And not a lot of people are watching it because I guess Disney is not releasing it to the Americas yet for some reason. But they okay. gave us fucking Black Rock Shooter. Well, oh that's wait, their, is that on priority. Disney Plus? <clears throat> yes. What do you, what do you mean? Is summertime? I keep, I keep seeing. No, I don't know about, I don't know about summertime rendering. I'm just saying, why oh. they hold one and not the other? Because I keep seeing people begging to find out where to watch Summertime Rendering. And I'm like... Oh, I don't know about it, that. Is it on Disney Plus? No, I, I don't know about some, Summertime Rendering. Oh. I don't know. I'm just saying okay. Black Rock Shooter's on Disney Plus. Well, so. then that... Uh, whoever the fuck is in charge of that, I was like, man, y'all need to reevaluate. That shit don't make no fucking sense, bro. Yeah, y'all, y'all gotta reevaluate that. don't make that no shit. sense to me at all. Oh, man. I did not go back and watch more, but I saw some fucking clips from mm-hmm. uh, episode four and five. And I'm like... What what are we doing? What are we what are we fucking what is doing? It? What is it? What did you see? There's a lot a lot of implied rape. Still? Because they're fighting against that. So at the end of episode three, where the I stopped rape watching. Machine. Yeah, so the that they started their like confrontation with that gang, but like all the other robots are rapey too. Okay, I'm done. I I oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, who the on. fuck is a writer? Jesus I don't Christ. fucking know. Oh I don't God. know anything about that one. Okay. Um. Next thing. I also watched Bubble. I watched some of Bubble. Um. It was a good... It was... It was... Not bad. No, no. It was not bad by any means. 
Um, <clears throat> to be honest, listen, I just, uh, Sawano really did a, really did some heavy lifting. I just have to say, <laughs> he did some fucking heavy lifting with this. I I the, the movie made it very clear what it was doing. Once we got the mermaid story, I was yeah. like, good, we're do- okay. I see what we're doing. I think the problem for me was that it was just a little too straightforward. There was no twist. It was literally just the story, but anime. <laughs> right. Like, True. like I was kind of just like, <clears throat> okay, wait. You dropping like the story that early on makes me think, okay, this is a fake out. Like you're gonna tell us this is how this is gonna go, but we're gonna get a spin on it, which is, I would have been happy with a spin. We got no spin. We got it was yeah. just a fucking mermaid. It's a little mermaid, the original. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at that, but I kind of was expecting more, especially when they were ta- touting all of these big names behind it. I was like. Urobochi didn't really have to write anything. No, that, this there. is what was wild to me. It, I listen now. I'm just saying this. I, I, this is because you know we don't live in the the universe I'm about to describe, so I don't have to take responsibility for what would happen if if the if there had been a different outcome. But I swear to you, I I was watching. I was watching. I was waiting for it to get dark as fuck. I was waiting for that. Okay, now. I'm Maybe saying, they were was thinking w- the darkness was like Uta's like fucking finger care, and shit. No, I don't care about Who that shit. No, 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 no. I wanted like fucking body horror bubble monster fucking swallowing people's like half of their face and like you know whatever something something to spread it on. Uta to be the origin of a disease or, or right or having people like turn into bubbles and shit and melt in front of the screen and it's like he's got to kill kill, kill his girl the kid. like something. <clears throat> yeah. So I wanted that, or at least I expected that. I don't know if I wanted it. But if I had gotten it, knowing Gen Orobuchi, <laughs> I'd be mad as fuck about that shit too. Because I remember what happened in Guilty Crown, okay? I was, Guilty Crown, like, I gotta go back to, because I know now it has nothing to do with this with this movie. But here's my experience Guilty Crown. First was it seven, eight episodes? You think, oh, it's just about him going around discovering like all the different weapons that he could pull out of people while they're having this like, you know, rebellion and like he's just sort of mm-hmm. becoming more and more powerful. And maybe there's a climax, maybe the love interest part is gonna like take over. But at the end of the day, that's the direction that they're going. Did I expect at like episode eight or nine when they got stuck in the school for it to be like actually this nigga's been like killing everybody slowly around them by pulling these weapons out it's also like like it's memories it's fucking everything up and like he's gotta start sacrificing people there's like all this depression they're trapped in the school there's like all these little things and i'm like wait we're not even close to the end of this season 24 episodes yeah and like all of his friends are like dying or like they're being put into you know horrible positions and shit he's depressed he wants out he wants to commit suicide other people want to commit suicide i'm like ah and then it ends with like the the all the other stuff with like the robots and now he's leading the and the underground. other guy being like a, oh, i remember that i didn't really like, enjoy that ending. like it was a mess like the end was a mess but what i'm saying is i just didn't expect when it switched over to full-on depression mode okay i think i was waiting for it to flip the bubble to flip into full-on depression mode and it never happened and i was mad about it because i was like if 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 you don't have that 
that all you have is a very, very, very good looking Little Mermaid story with awesome music. And you think that that's enough. I mean, listen, and that's the thing, though. That's enough for some people. Yes. But the way that they like advertise this, I was thinking, I was like, okay, like we're going to. At the end of the day, it looked great. I love the little like parkour bubble running scenes, but I have to say it again. Sawano did a lot of heavy lifting. Yes. A lot of it, especially with the vocal tracks, which I'm surprised you didn't have Gimme come back through Sawano. Like, what the fuck, man? Where's she at? Y'all better not play with me. Maybe they're going to be in Xenoblade. Oh, wait, no. I don't think he's doing the soundtrack for Xenoblade 3. Anyways, I wanted... I wanted to like it more. It's not that I didn't dislike it, but I think like my expectations for it were much higher than what it gave me. Now, is it bad? It's not bad enough where I'd be like, ugh, don't watch Bubble. Who watches Bubble? Like, what the fuck? Like, no. I'm just gonna be like, um, it's a straightforward fairy tale um story. I'm not gonna tell you what fairy tale it is. I'm just gonna basically be like, it's a straightforward fairy tale story. Just, yeah. you know, reimagine it in an anime-esque world. I will give it to the show, though. I did like the world building that they did around, Yeah, world like, building was pretty good, crisis. especially at the beginning. I mean, like, there's something a little initially contrived because about the fact that it's basically just Tokyo. Or it's, yeah. or it's like Japan. Like, I was, again, this is what was had me all fucked up. I presumed that this was, like, post-apocalyptic for and we everybody. Didn't even get, we didn't even get, like, what the bubbles were in the first, like, in the end. We got nothing. Yeah. But, we well, if no you remember in the, like, in the first, like, 45 minutes, they do, like, the brief history of, like, what happened around the world. And it's a lot of bad stuff. It's not like good things were going on. Like, apparently, like, America became an isolated, semi-fascist nation, you know, and there were Oh, wars. I did not pay attention to any well, of that the, Yeah, <laughs> like, it, like, there's these, so I, that's what I was, that's why I was expecting something shitty to happen because all the ex all the things happening external to tokyo were bad and then the situation they're in it's like it's a beautifully rendered environment but it's yeah. like these lost boys and girls in this rundown a post-apocalyptic looking setting it's just colorful but it's still post-apocalyptic and then like it really go it was all about competition over and like to be honest going back to the urobochi shit it's just that a lot more body gore could have happened because there's no way that them niggas was just getting flung around in water with all that yes. debris hanging over there. Yes. There's no way in hell someone didn't lose a leg or a limb with that. Because right. there was because there was like jagged debris around all there's of them. So much cool shit that you could do. I mean, cool in a gross and disgusting kind of way with like fluid dynamics. Like I don't think I've ever seen in any animated anything somebody get torn apart by water currents. Like that because you have that opportunity to do it is is disgusting. It's also horrifying and terrifying. A like shock anyone who's, factor. Anyone who's ever been in a jacuzzi, right? Like, you sit down in a jacuzzi, you has got the jet coming out, and when that shit pushes you, it feels good. But you always get that lingering thing in the back of my mind. Like, this is strong as fuck. What the, what the, what the fuck? Or if you go out in the water and you actually do start to feel riptide, like, you're having a nice day, you know, in the shallows, and then your foot goes whoop, and you're like, oh, wait, the ocean can fuck me up if I'm not paying attention. So there's like, I, I don't know. Obviously, again, that's not what this movie 
ever i think was going to be or if it was the get or part of it was in those little like side comments about the rest of the world being mm. fucking shit maybe like that yeah. maybe the original treatment they were like we're gonna do <coughs> like uh little mermaid he came through with a like well what if you know she sent a water beam and sliced a nigga in half from like the neck down to his, his balls <laughs> like okay again all right stop but what if another nigga committed suicide by hanging himself upside down underwater i was like bro no 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 you get the you get the little newspaper clippings you ain't writing the story bro i would even been happy if like she was the origin of the disease and like the main thing was like she has to die yes yeah but like how does she die like does do someone just like do they kill her or do they take her back to the tower to have her have like a you know some kind of like you know not a peaceful death no, but she, like, comes and becomes one with yeah. nature. Oh, and yeah. he well, had to let her go. Anyway, but she's, and that was so... Right, exactly. The at the fucking very end, I would have at least felt a bit better about it if, like, she... If it fixed something. Dissolved, if it just... Yeah, she dissolved into the fucking water, and then at the very end, they're doing parkour, and she's clearly still there. She's just a bubble now. So I'm like... Um... So like all of the the like graveness, I thought that like you know he was. A, I wanted that nigga to be a recluse and be the only one standing that shit and basically be like, this reminds me of Uta. I will never leave <laughs> this area again in my life. No, them niggas are all doing the fucking parkour shit. They all having fun. The only difference is now they're like next to no bubbles anywhere there are a few right. bubbles and there's this one bubble that's following fucking homeboy around and it's clearly fucking Uta. Great. Uh, so, I think it was fine. I basically watched like the first forty. I skipped around the middle. I was like, okay, I kind of see where this is going. I watched another twenty minutes, and then like skipped a little bit more, and then watched the last twenty minutes. <laughs> I feel like I didn't miss anything. No, you didn't. You I did feel it. like I didn't really miss much. <clears throat> you know, I kind of got what they were trying to tell me. Um, that I said, really love the floating rock parkour. That's about it. Yeah. I agree. I loved a, I loved a lot of what I was looking at and a lot of what I was hearing, not so much what I was thinking about. But then I'm starting to question, like, maybe I'm just a sad soul with a dead heart because no, I couldn't. No, no, because this this is their marketing team's problem because you yeah. don't market these specific people in this way. And then you right. give us this. Yes. Maybe I to new and maybe to new anime fans who don't who haven't do not know who the butcher is but like yes i know the oral butcher yeah come on don't put don't tease me with that shit what's that meme of that indian dude's like you naughty naughty you teasing me like that's <laughs> what you're doing you're, you're you're fucking teasing me man like i want i don't know maybe i i've just been poisoned by maiden abyss maybe that's what what it's done to me because what a glorious fucking film that you watch in order to feel like you want to die like that's like that's the that's what i'm looking for these days i guess it's just pure depression fucking bond dread man oh oh you haven't seen it yet i can't say anything i can't say anything i want to say so many things but i can't say anything i'll do it on sunday i'll do it on sunday oh my god let me just get this shit out the way it's almost time for the second season anyways. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, the second season. Oh, the second season. Second. You want to talk already- about body horror. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so I think the consensus for me again, 
I, I think it's a good movie. I think it's a movie you can show anybody, so that's great. It looks good, sounds good. Just don't read too much into some of the cast that's involved with it and assume that it's going places that it ain't. You're right that this is like... it's a, It is The Little Mermaid, but it's a lot more serious. I think it's... like Little Mermaid, obviously, is visually aimed in a certain direction this one is dealing with some pretty heavy stuff on an individual character basis especially when you know you have the main character and his kind of like background and the flashbacks and what kind of happened to him and you know the the life of most of the main human or all the main human characters is not pleasant because the world they live in is not ideal but the story itself is not really centered around their their trauma as yeah. much as they sh- but they show a lot of it which is interesting that that's not the core of the story you just see a lot of it um no it's it's straight up little mermaid cute girl falls in love with the human and he and not the disney little mermaid like the actual like little mermaid story the like, original yes she, like yeah. she dies so yes like, yeah yeah but I I kind of had faith. I was like, well, if we go, if she if you, if she's for sure dead, then what you gonna do, nigga? Like, she gonna we getting like gnarled, <sighs> like fucked up death, or we getting like you know sudden like ooh, it's dead, <laughs> like one frame down. Like, what we doing? Nah. There's a movie actually, another anime movie that now I cannot remember the name of it for for my life, but to me, it's essentially this movie mixed with uh. Nausicaa and the, and instead of the theme being bubbles the thing the theme was like trees so like you know everyone's gonna turn into a tree the main characters it's all about like life and growth oh and... <clears throat> I, now that you say the theme is trees I feel like especially with the one it's like people are slowly is it like yeah. kind of disease but it's kind yeah, of yeah it like is a... kind of it's kind of a like the main the main character's father got like it, it's a whole thing where like you know, it's post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. There's only a couple of cities left. One of the cities is kind of like built around a giant tree, and there are there the main character is a young kid. He meets a girl after having like um an accident happen where he kind of fell into the bottom area where the trees are. He so he gets scratched or something, so he's starting to have the same treeification happen, but it also gives you strength. There's a third party country that's on like a giant uh, fortress thing that is sort of coming for them or is going to take over. So it's got that like Nausicaa vibe to it. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. And it's another one that's very well animated. I, the name is just escaping me off the top of my head, but it's the same kind of story. I think the only difference here is that at the end, the main character is the one who I think sacrifices himself in some way, but he gets reborn. But his, like he like learns from his dad who also had the same thing it's a whole deal anyway i i think that like um, is it a genetically engineered forest y- yes that's right oh, yeah origin spirits of the past that sounds very very familiar um so in any case well look up. it's not again it's not like a little mermaid story exactly but it's inspired you can kind of tell what they were you know getting their notes from because yeah you know, again very very much nausicaa because they've got like the you know the evil machine empire that's coming and it's like trees versus the earth and then the message at the end is you have to coexist and blah 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 like we know the, the deal so um yeah i would still i definitely recommend bubble and i would recommend it to just a general audience there's no yeah you know. which i feel like that's what it's meant for because it definitely wasn't trying to do anything like you know experimental or evocative no not really 
Um, okay, so besides that, I watched more of I Quit Heroing, which is sort of like my oh. my like C plus show. I think that I'm I, gonna pick that one up also. Yeah, I enjoy it because it's too. like it's so every episode is like how do you how do you deal with a specific type of person who you would see at a workplace in a job. So the last two oh. episodes were so the spy character turns out that it's he's kind of like a moody teenager but he's been put in charge of interviewing people to join the demon army and he doesn't have the personality to open up to people or get people to open up to him and Mm. so in the context of learning how to communicate with other people he basically seeks out the main character and that that person he teaches him kind of how to uh, uh, empathize with the person that he'd be interviewing to get them to tell and speak f- more freely about the things that they're good at and the things they're not good at and about their lives. So, you know, it's like a little two uh, episode and a half mini arc about communication. There was some really decent comedy sort of thrown at the end because um, the, the demon queen doesn't know the identity of the main character. He's sort of masquerading as a a uh, 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 black knight but it's just to avoid showing his face because she ha- fucking hates him with all of her soul yeah so there's so that's you know there's comedy there and they managed to segue that into another lesson about and it's more it's more japanese culture focused about how like the after work culture of being called in to go drinking right so she's so happy with his work that she wants to reward him with like a meal and drinking on the house and he knows that he can't show his face and she's, she'll be able to see through any like uh, disguise that he happens to have. So he has to come up with ways to like avoid showing his face or get or like lead her on so that she gets drunk enough that you know she doesn't ask any serious questions. And he kind of is un- every time he tries something, she kind of inadvertently does something to counter his tactic of just getting out of this lunch with his or this dinner with his boss without embarrassing him so it was was all that was how they framed it was around things you can do to keep your social graces but not get fucking sloshed and say something that you don't mean to say that was cute and then the last episode was really about how do you deal with someone who doesn't understand that others cannot work to their level like there's a character who is strong but he's also a hard worker and so he thinks that because he's everyone yeah everyone is a hard worker he doesn't realize that he's actually extremely talented as well and so the he's running his subordinates to death because he thinks that all they've got to do is work as hard as he does when in fact because he thinks no, he's he actually, or some shit. yeah so like you know it's if you only look at it through those that lens every episode has a couple of little like comedy slice of life workplace that's lessons. my favorite kind of shit though i like that oh yeah there's a there's a a turn that I did not think they were going to make that I'm I'm not clear yet, and I'll continue watching, whether it makes the show a lot more intriguing or if it makes it, like, a little more trivial as to what's going on because you find out about the backstory of the main character and it ain't what I thought that it was going to be. Oh. I will put it, I'll put it that way. I was, because okay. there's like, they show a little clip from a, like in two episodes past, they were like, you know, you get a hint and I'm like, that? What kind of show is this? Is this an, is this an isekai? Is it, I didn't think it was, isekai. it's, it's not. But I was oh. looking at it, I was like, how does this fit in with the th- and they made sense of it. I was like, okay, that is didn't think you were gonna go that route, but Ooh, this is okay. Yeah, so they, there's some more spice to what's happening here than just 
a convenient excuse to do all these little mini comedy sort of scenarios um and they again the writing is is decent it's not to the level of some of the similar shows that we've watched in the last couple of seasons with whether it is a uh, um whatever genius prince or uh what's the other one i'm forgetting uh fuck the prince super super smart prince yeah whatever oh. but it's, it, the, the writing oh, yeah, level genius is... prince or realist hero realist hero there we go there's so big overlap in my brain uh so it's the the writing probably overall isn't up to that level but it's also not quite as ambitious as either one of those shows because the world building in i'm quitting heroing is kept just to the a, a high enough level to tell the story they want to tell there's not as much investment into that much bigger scale and scope because i'm not sure if the story that they're gonna aim everybody towards is as big as where genius prince is going and also where realist hero is already at right because that's yeah. like world level politics so you have to kind of buy what's going on in all these little places with all these different factions and characters in order to make that story work but if, imagine if Realist Hero was kind of only focused on just the main character's kingdom or maybe just the court of that kingdom. You wouldn't have to invest so much in all these moving parts to make the rest of it work. So I, that's kind of the feeling I, I get here. It's it's not as ambitious. The animation is good enough. There's some, like, you know, there's an archetype for everybody. I do want to give them a little bit of credit because they, in the context of the world they have, they do invest time in some, like, really quick, quickly introduced supporting characters that are there to do one job. And then they kind of, like, they get out of the way, but you just see them around here and there. So it's a nice way to just do world building without really doing it like you met this character in one episode and they keep popping up in the background anywhere else so there's a little bit of attention to detail but i give it like a c plus if i'm comparing it to just every show that is really great but it's yeah. probably one of the only other things that i come back to on a weekly basis For like atome is up there atome is like my number two of of the season for me personally this is like this is trying to fight for that third spot but it's not a strong competition from anything else like most of the stuff i've put, taken a look at that, it, that i know is good so like was it comey um mm-hmm. and uh uh he, whatever shikamori is not a cutie like that like those are good those are actually just good shows they're just not my cup of tea so they're not yeah they're not penetrating it and also like one piece is high key doing some of the best work um of in the history of the of the anime series it's just that i'm a manga reader so like i don't need the anime on a weekly basis to get me forward in the story you're coming for the key parts yeah exactly so like it's not it's definitely not on my uh weekly watch list someone suggested um that greatest demon lord um reborn i heard that was like yeah i heard that was like super straightforward yeah yeah someone suggested that to me would expect Here's the thing. I'm not going to watch that if I'm not watching Rising of a Shield Hero because it's the same reason I wouldn't watch other. You have a overpowered asshole of a main character and a harem of girls. If Shield Hero that has a lot more going for it as far as like world building is off my menu, that I'm not going to be interested Which is in this. So, so I'm not sad. Gonna... Like I I I plan to catch up, but I just I'm seeing a What's lot of the people Spirit Turtle shit sucks. It just yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, a lot of people are not happy. Like you, you so. spent seven episodes on a fucking turtle. Like the, the you know that a you know that an arc sucks when the most expressive character 
who is supposed to be a villain immediately joins the heroes like they didn't even wait you know like normally it's like here's the new girl villain she's so evil oh we gotta be then they beat her then now she's an ally like okay it's Uh cliche but at least you had to work to get there this character literally shows up you find out about the spirit turtle this girl shows up and she's like i'm the emissary of the turtle <clears throat> i'm technically your enemy but i want to di- i want to die and i want that thing to die so i'm actually going to join you right away and start helping you and i'm like i i couldn't you it's like you, you gave got further me, than me all you got all all this this arc had to offer was probably the addition of that character to the harem and you gave it to me in episode two so it's like i don't care i don't i don't care at all about what is happening and the turtle's so dumb and i was playing a lot of elden ring and all i could think about was the turtle pope from elden ring like this is it's just a big old turtle with a hat on it, and I'm like, whatever the spirit turtle is, it cannot be more entertaining than the the turtle pope. So fuck this series. Oh my I'm not god! Wait, what? <laughs> what is that monster that has like that big ass bell on its back? In what? In the, in the uh, Elden Ring. Oh, oh, those the uh, what do you call it? The they're like shrines, but like they're huge. They're like, oh, it's a shrine. You have to break things on their feet to get them to like sit down, and then you can go oh. in and duplicate any of the uh, the great ring power or the great ring. Holy yeah. shit! Okay. So that yeah, that's how you can avoid like that's how you get all the items without redoing New Game Plus. All those legendary items, but you only get one. You can use the what you get from those shrines in order to duplicate the things so you can get every special item if you want to. It's a lot of fun. Christ. Elden Ring better than Rising of a Shield Hero Season 2. Wow. Much better. Wow. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, is there any news? Is there news? Well, I would say that the big one for me was just the announcement or the confirmation, I guess, not so much the announcement of uh, Yurisei Yetsura remake, which I think is great. I think there's a whole three generations of anime fans that don't know anything about um, that series or the character most people see and associate with it, which is Lum, who is really the sort of love interest, but the main character is you know just another japanese guy you know like that's always the case yeah <clears throat> so that the fact that that's coming back i think is awesome there's some trailers for upcoming series that are getting you know their kind of official launch chainsaw man being one of them um there was a little bit of news just about the production process for the new bleach season seeming to just be going in oh. a, you know expected direction so Oh, I think good. it was October is when we're supposed to... October when everything else is supposed to... Yeah, it's supposed to be part of the fall. Yeah, fall. Yeah, so I think all of that is good, but it's not like... There's nothing... Nothing really stuck out to me as like, ah, this is the most amazing thing ever. And, and I'm still salty about thinking that there was a some unknown Gundam shit that turned out just to be stuff from a mobile game. So I'm so ah! angry. It's been weeks, <laughs> but I'm still not happy about it. Like... Uh um okay uh oh wait i already mentioned this one the spikes family thing so mob psycho season three is for sure happening yeah that's great i really enjoyed that fucking second season especially the the first half with the fight with homeboy who was like possessing people and they're like that little small town that mm-hmm. shit went crazy even the final battle actually you know what i enjoyed all of that season even like the climactic battle where everyone was getting fucking handed i was like oof, this is this is this is getting better and better okay um, there's a Rick and Morty anime coming? 
I did not know this. That's weird to me, but not so much if if you if you've watched like Adult Swim, they've had so instead of like making new seasons, I feel like they spend all their money going and paying like random studios to do like two to three minute like you know little mini Rick and Morty things, and yeah. a lot of them are yeah they're just good anime studios doing it. So I'm like, oh, I might as well just make a fucking anime at that point. Got like ten of these things out here, so I mean I'm not a Rick and Morty watcher, so. That makes more sense then with this like coming along. But um, I'm just saying like it's on. They don't. They don't actually have like, or at least until now, there wasn't like a any tease about this. It was just you'd be watching some Adult Swim shit, and then there would be a, a bumper they put on or a little like mini instead of a commercial, you get two minutes of anime animated Rick and Morty something. And then out back of nowhere. to the other show. Yeah, it is back to whatever oh, the wow. fuck else is going. Yeah, so it's all all weird, but what are you gonna do? Okay, um, Four Nights of the Apocalypse is getting in a TV anime. Um, good, good. Not surprised. I feel like it's a little too soon, though. Um, didn't it, it? It just premiered January of last year. There must be some mobile game. <laughs> well, something. there is a mobile game that's very popular in yeah. Japan. The, the, the Seven Deadly Sins mobile game makes money, makes good money. Yeah, um, and so. more money in America because they overcharge for things that are free in the Japanese version. But Do you uh, think Arknights is getting an anime? I feel like it almost oh, yeah. has to. I, I think it is. I, oh, no, they've, is it? They've done, they've done, I think they've done like anime shorts. Yeah, they've like done like small. shorts, but I'm like, yeah. stop beating around the bush. Like, we know what this They're is. They're gonna give it an anime. It's too popular of a mobile game. The thing is, the quality of the anime is the question. Mm, also, true. I just I just don't like that style that the way that the the characters are like chibi. I'm like, ugh. It's not no. really my thing. And also, furries being like a part of that world is. <gasps> Oof. Well, then I I mean I I this is part of my recommendation. Some people must okay. be must be. Can we sense. can we talk so about how many Utawarimono sequels there have been? And I only watched one of them, and what? I was so what? fucking confused. So. I like they're they're visual novels, right? Like that's where U- the Utawarimono series comes from. Uh huh. So there was, I so this is my this is my oh Utawarimono. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So my interaction with this entire franchise, there was maybe like was it ten years ago or eight years ago? There was an Utawarimono anime that was produced that was technically the sequel to the it was from the second visual novel okay i didn't know any of this because it didn't have a number next to it it just had a mm-hmm. fucking subtitle and i was like whatever i've so almost I'm, bought several of those games that way so i started yeah. watching it and i'm like it's a pretty high quality like from an animation point of view anime with a lot of world building going on but it, i felt as i was watching like i this there's a hell of a lot of shit because it starts with the main character like waking up in a capsule and then instead of it being very, uh, uh, you know, like a, a technologically advanced future, it's like a fantasy setup with like all these animal people and weird shit. And I'm like, okay, all right, fine, cool. Like that's the direction that the series takes. Then they're like, oh no, there was a whole ass other story in the past, like like a thousand years before that this main character comes from. And I'm like, bro, wait what it was like our time it was normal shit it wasn't and then like i've just seen sequel after sequel after fucking sequel and i never got through that one season because i just felt like i was missing too much and i'm not gonna go back and <laughs> find all that so i just i fell out of it as it was interesting 
but I think we're on like the fourth anime yeah, adaptation. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of it. I almost bought one of the games because I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. And then I, I ran into the same thing where I was like, wait a second. What? What is this? Yeah, where do where, I start with this? I? Like, what is yeah. this? Yeah. Like, wh- am I on the right timeline? Is this a new, a reboot? What are we doing? Yeah. Um, it just, it, it felt exactly like that. Like, sometimes you can come into a series and they, they do a decent job of, like, introing you. I just feel like I got tricked. Because, like, I was on, I was, like, rocking with them for the first three episodes. And then they start going back and I'm like, wait, hold on. I, I guess I need to know all of that stuff to make sense of what's happening right here. Yeah. And I I ain't got it like that. So I just, <laughs> I just peaced out because they started going crazy. I was like, all right, bro. All right. All right. You, you guys got it. Go take your series. It's yours. It's not. Yeah. So they got me. But I'm interested. I want to go back. I just don't know really where to start. Somebody tell me. Where do I start with Uta Warimoto that does not involve me having to play through a fucking visual novel? Like 8,000 routes and uh, doesn't involve like, I don't know, 30 to 40 episodes of yeah, other shit. Just help me out. Help no, me out. I can't. I, I, I ain't doing it. Um. Alright. And for my final for my final piece of news um it might be a question of have we gone too far, but oh. I know we haven't because I know that niggas are definitely going to buy this and tune oh, in. No. So, um, <laughs> and I, you know what? I might be one of those niggas that might also find it and tune in. But caressing the nipples of my hibernating bear. Okay, B- let's uh, let's let's roll that one back. Just B B L. Just, just, just dial it back. Wait! It, oh anime. no! That's actually worse. Reveals I it was... more cast. Oh no! July third premiere. Wait, wait, wait! When you said bear, I'm like, okay, well, that's animal cruelty, right? That's bad. But like, what? But when I realized bear, it was not bear. It was bear. Like it actually? Yeah. No, you're actually right. Wait, excuse me. So it's it's like the it, they're fucking fur- they're not full on furries they're humans with fucking ears. Okay, so it's like a like bears, but they're sort of a bear. They basically have a bear tail and the fucking ear, but fucking the rest bear. of the body is literally a human male that goes to the gym every day. I mean, fine. I give. I'm not fighting any of this. I'm I not fighting it. I'm just like. First of all, I've never heard of this in the fine, BL community fine. at all. But also, just what? A, who decide? I don't know. You know what? I I know there are several other BLs of like varying genres in BL <coughs> that deserve deserve anime adaptations. But maybe I feel like this, simply because of the shock value of the name, probably skyrocketed it like so fucking fast. Mm. It's like the isekais. Like, I'm going to another world to lose my virginity. Like, oh boy. I feel like that's like very straightforward. I feel like they have to they have to give it to us in these now. Because the BL market's blowing up, so they gotta they gotta catch your eye. True, true. But yeah, um, you know, as as I was with Titan's Bride, I had questions and then I watched it and then I started reading it and I was like, okay, well, there's surprisingly something here. Like they're really, <laughs> they're dot di- like they're going hard on like the fantasy magic system, like political entry. Like they're going Yeah, you said that it was it. very, 
the political side of it was actually very well developed. Yeah, no, they're really like the other mm-hmm. races of the world all have completely different traits and interact with each other differently. Humans basically are non-existent anymore. Like it's all very interesting. But at the end of the day, it's still about huge Titan penis. So it's just yeah, what it is. That's about know? right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for everybody, I tell you that. But yeah, that was that was my last piece of news. I just go out with a bang. Cool. I can, I can, uh, bear is really still getting to me, but I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> well, because you're probably thinking on. of like a bear, bear, like, like, uh, the gay. Yeah, that's it? what I was yeah. thinking. And I was like, oh, the, there's an allegory there, but like, okay. But this is like somewhere, <laughs> somehow they managed to meet in the middle and it's not better for me. So I don't know why. Why did I bother? Like, it's fine. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. All righty. Um, was there anything that you wanted to talk about in general this week? Um, or should we just go straight to recommendations? Well, you you said that you had something that you were excited at least to talk about. I did. So, oh, was your recommendation oh, is what in, you no, it was. In, oh yeah, my recommendation that in turn goes after the furries. <clears throat> yeah, sure. <laughs> so I mean, not I'm not coming after y'all. I'm not coming after you. I just have to say that. So there's this, and this is actually a mobile game recommendation. Um, The game is called Dislight. And you've probably seen it all over YouTube and Twitter because they've literally whored the fuck out their like advertising team. Like these bitches are everywhere. And for the most part, I was ignoring it because I was like, I see this everywhere. I don't want to play it. Like you're annoying me. Like it's fuck out of my face. But then randomly I was like, you know what? I'm going to download it. It looks kind of interesting. It looks kind of cool. The characters are kind of like esque. It's based off of like gods mixed with like hip hop, urban shit like that. I was like, yeah, we'll see. Anyways, the story isn't what you're going to do. It's more so about like the RPG aspects and like the the collector thing. Now, here's Mm -hmm. the thing. In gacha games, you usually can click a character and uh, there's a community review function where if you click the review function, people will tell you, oh, build them as a speed set. Build him with HP percentage. Do defense. Blah, 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 blah. Depending on the game, that is either very helpful or fucking useless and full of depravity. Uh, Oh. And that is what is in this game. Because these... uh, Because it's about humans that are being imbued with mythical god powers after this thing called the miracle drops on the world. Uh Um... So some some gods, some myths, some legends are of animals. So there are furry-based characters. And I just have to say that some of these reviews are just like touch grassy, like extremely touch grassy. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? This is very weird. <laughs> is there, this like a need Jesus type of moment? Or like, what, what's it's, going uh, on? Yeah, there's an Anubis <clears throat> guy and someone commented, I need him to get in my Anubusy. And I'm just like, okay. Um, what set? What set do I build him with? Oh. Like, what the fuck do you mean? I don't care about that. I came to this review because I wasn't sure which set to put on him. He said my Anu Bussy. So, yeah, like, the furry shit is just like, I know... Y'all, that's y'all own thing. You know, just don't touch real life animals, whatever. Do 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 you do what you got to do. But okay. like, 
Come right. on, man. Like, if the game, like, that feature is there <sighs> for you for, like, for you to review the character. Like, as far as, like, the strategic based elements of the character. Not you getting <laughs> wet from pixels. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Getting, getting moist for your, getting moist. your, uh, for your yeah. pull. Right? And this is for all, this is for all, this is for everybody. It's not, I'm, I didn't mean just getting wet. Like, all of y'all. All of y'all, it's a lot. It's a lot because you're doing it on the girl <sighs> characters okay. also. You're okay. doing it on the androgynous characters. Chill. So, Everybody chill. Otherwise, I'm enjoying the game so far. I've been playing it for like a little bit over a day or so. Okay. Um, it It's very well paced where it's like once you stop getting to the point where you, once you get to the point where you need to start paying, you can uh-huh. just put it down. Because it's not very, like, you know, demanding of your fucking time. Um, or you could be one of those people who spent $1,000 and are at the end game content and are already bitching after one week. Which, I mean, whose fault is that? <clears throat> Have you ever played a gotcha game before? You're not supposed to do that. But, yeah, <laughs> that'll be my little recommendation. The music is, is like, hip-hop, urban-esque. It's not good with the hip-hop parts. But, like, the <laughs> urban, like, you know, like, chill music, those are good. Yeah, but some of the vocal tracks, I'm just like, oh, yeah, y'all just got anybody to do this, girl. But anyways, the more money you get, you know, you can get other like indie artists to come in and maybe put their music with the game. That's another thing that I could see the game doing well with is like highlighting indie artists um, because it's it's English based. It's uh, like all the music is English based. It's not like Japanese based at all. So getting more indie artists and putting their music into the game because there is one aspect where it's like, you uh, you know like the rhythm kind of like video game where you like press mm-hmm. the button yep. or whatever blah that's po- that's one of the modes in the game so it's like you oh. can introduce people to new people's music that are in within the similar genres that the game likes to employ oh that's a cool idea mode. yeah so actually frankly i'm surprised has are there other games that have done something like that or or because that clearly is a design for that purpose right um it, i i feel like well i do I can't really say because I have played Vos, um, yeah. and I really enjoyed that one. And I like I can't really tell if those are like indie artists who put all their stuff on there, or if it's like made only specifically for that game. It's um, a really smart idea that I guess, I guess the reason why it really sticks out to me is because I know that, and I complain about it. Like gotcha games are sort of these; they are casinos, but they're really designed to be like a money monetization pit that's what their mm-hmm. purpose is yeah there are some actually they're pretty good designers who work on mobile so i'm not just disparaging the mobile market like it's just a big market so there's gonna money. be things yeah there's gonna be things like this uh like this model of, of game design in there not mad at it but in a lot of ways i the thing that bothers me about a lot of these games is not that they are a money pit it's that they are they make the money pit unfun you know yeah. like it's just it's like the actual gameplay of a lot of these games is not engaging so if you want to sell me other things through that platform you'd have to it'd be a tough sell for someone like me now a mega fan is probably going to buy everything but if you are implementing features it's like oh here's this fun thing and low key it's just designed to do as you say like introduce you to an artist so that you could they could pull secondary income from people who are like oh i want to get this music through the game or i want to do something else that way that's just smart you know like catering to an audience and finding another avenue to get money out of them for products that's a cool idea i haven't I didn't even think about like say embedding a smaller like a smaller mobile game inside of a mobile game 
to sell you the music and not warrant energy tokens yeah. to play the other little game. Like, I, like I'm not, I'm you not against that. Tokens. I mean, you need yeah, like I, I don't, I don't play gotcha games. Like, yeah, uh, well, Apex is kind of a gotcha game if you really want to be real about it. What? What? Because, what? like, because, because, like, what's oh. the only thing you do in that game? It's just get Apex packs and pull for skins and shit. Like, that's what it is. Like, I don't but know that's not. Uh, but the. But you like the stuff that you spend money on. Can that really progress? Progress you? No, no. There's no progression. Aesthetic. It's just that it's the it's just a free to play model of oh, having yeah, some yeah, yeah, cosmetics yeah. you can try to buy. But anyway, I don't I don't want to belabor that point. I I like that idea, and it sounds like at least it's attached to something in the game people would just do if they if they enjoy. It. Oh, I hear this cool music, and maybe there's a little like button to tell you who the artist is or yeah. something that lets them know that they're getting impressions through the game i ain't got nothing wrong with that not wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i have a recommendation but first i have to to just complain which is okay you know we we don't have a huge community so i don't blame anybody out there in our community but i i'm pointing my finger Uh-oh. at the entire manga and anime community okay how come y'all niggas didn't put up the bat signal to let everybody know that the breaker is back? And not only is the breaker back, it's back in motherfucking color. Okay? How come nobody... No, I saw nothing about that. I just stumbled over this shit. The breaker, which is like one of the OG was from back in the day when them shits were still black and white. Okay? The Breaker is back. And not just back. They just, you know, all these translation groups, they just dump it now. This shit is fire. It is fire. Oh, it's still fire in it? color. Like, no one was translating it for a while. Apparently, I saw six it. episodes pop about the blue off of one of my favorite uh, translation groups. Bro, I love The Breaker. Now, it's not my number one manhwa from the you know before pre-webtoon era yeah. that that is always going to go to veritas even though it never got a proper ending it got canceled like a hundred some odd chapters deep but it's some of the sickest shit and i take no bones about liberally ripping them off that story the character designs the ideas and some of the work that i do like, i'm paying homage that shit was fire and it never got the it's like the veritas to me is like the uh uh, uh, siren of manhwa. It's just some shit that was fucking hype and cool. No one ever heard of it. It came out at the wrong time before the Korean shit popped off and it just, you know, it will forever linger Dissipated. in obscurity. It'll just be there, you know. If, I, I, I know you're a real nigga if you know what it is. It, we we talking yo you're my homie for life it's like it's like me and dreamcast fans right like we gotta stick together because the numbers <laughs> are not they're, they're just not there so the breaker is motherfucking back in color the story is great because now they they basically they they ultra nerfed the main character after the end of season two and they brought him back into the story now in this in the role that his mentor was in season one so they're basically doing it's like a soft reboot of the breaker oh. as a in webtoon format but with the original character having gone through everything he did depowered and training somebody new it's fucking sick it's sick it's still sick god damn it's crazy crazy so complaint but also a recommendation 
go fucking read the breaker go read though if you didn't read it before go listen man i know we're spoiled by webtoons all these fancy colors got ant studio out here pumping these shits out like like i don't know they're going out of business okay but this this is the og and unlike when some other og series come back it's still motherfucking tight it's tight as fuck the the martial arts is sick like the paneling is now breaker was known for having some really expressive painterly black and white panels when they got into the shits okay it looks great in color it's a little the, the style's a little bit less like so the, if, if you know anything about the breaker the art style uses a lot of black like that you do a lot of like outlining and filling in backgrounds with just solid black to make the character parts pop out so they're not like you know really you know it, it's very it's a very interesting unique style that has kind of been pulled back because now they're in color, so they don't need that contrast. So it's a little bit different, but everything else that you like about it is still there. Characters still getting fucking mollywopped. Like, just just sick shit. And actually, depowering the main character is good because, A, if they want to kind of retell... They want, like, you know, the, the, the Rocky story, like Rocky 2, or whatever. Was it? Maybe it's Rocky 3, where he's, like, just fucked up going in. You want to, like, retell that story of, like, getting back on the horse. You Anyone who's a fan... You already know what to what you're salivating for to happen, re-unlocking powers and making them cooler. And if you've never followed the series and you only want to start in this season, you're not really going to miss that much, and the moments are still going to be pretty pretty cool. And again, they have a kind of a, a secondary main character who is the is like a weak ass nerd who gets who's getting his ass kicked and gets rescued by the main character now he wants to be strong like him so they're doing the master pupil thing even though technically all of the events of the breaker took place in like one or one and a half years so this is like he was like 15 in the first he's like 16 or 17 here this nigga's still in high school what? like god god damn like this nigga went through everything on earth in one one or two years so they're still they can still keep the school setting but not primarily for the main character it's fucking it's wild anyway breaker very cool go read it however my actual recommendation is another webtoon it's by the author of uh triple f class hero um i don't know if i've mentioned this maybe i've mentioned that i read it i don't know if this was a previous recommendation or not but it's fucking great if you enjoyed sukamichi moonlit fantasy and you're and you want a version of that story where the main character is just a fucking misanthrope then you will want to read is this hero for real Okay, so I don't know much of it. The author of, uh, of, of both this and Triple F Class Hero goes by a pseudonym. It's uh, Farnar. So I don't know who they are, but both of those series have the same thing in common, which is, and I know I've talked about Triple F Class Hero last year as a recommendation. Wait, the, Triple triple F Class? Yeah, okay. The, 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 the commonality between both stories is that the main character is a tremendous asshole okay like we're not talking about the kind of asshole that's like oh you're kind of nice deep down we're just talking about someone who is unrepentantly annoyed and angry at the world that he is in and the shitty ass rules that govern that world and then they do everything they can to break every one of those rules so if you like Tsukamichi where the setup was the goddess singled out the ugly kid and like kicked him out it's basically the same thing the it, the story opens with the whole class gets fucking summoned this guy they're allowed to ask questions this nigga's like I just want to go home can I just go home and the goddess is like yeah sure you can go but instead she just dumps him in a forest to die because there's some oh. shit 
shady oh, shit going on. Oh my God, Sukimichi again. Yes, okay. exactly. And I won't tell what happens after that. But the but the main character is obviously he has an instant revenge story to fuck this goddess up because she lied to him that you, he could go back. And actually, unlike in in Sukimichi, the stuff that's going on with the rest of the class is actually just as interesting as what's going on with the main character because that's your vision and view on how fucked up what this this world is doing to people that it brings in in this way oh so there's a lot so so it 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 has sort of a, a dual tracking that we spend about 80 percent of the time with the main character bro there are there are some moments both in reading this one and going back to to triple f class that I just had me rolling because I was I was legit like I, I was I was crying laughing at just the level of disrespect that this motherfucker has for virtually everybody in the world. And one of the cool things is that they introduce very quickly. He's he you know everyone else gets abilities. He gets the opposite of an ability. He gets an ability where n- nobody that he deals with will like will like him and he can't understand anything anybody is saying so it's just supposed to fuck him and the way in which he manipulates that uh to his advantage like he can only understand people who are trying to kill him so if you don't pose him any harm he also can't get any value out of anybody else in the world and so he has to figure out like how to get around all these things also the consequences for doing both good and evil acts isn't necessarily a good or a bad thing like you get permanent consequences in this world so there's blessings and curses and so watching people think that they're in one kind of a of like a a tropey scenario and then wind up with like a permanent curse that never goes away so there's actual stakes for even some of the secondary characters where you're like oh they're just they're fucked for the rest of the story there's no getting out of it there's you know there's you're just screwed it's great. Wow. It's great. It's absolutely great. And it's so I strongly recommend Is This Hero for Real because it's just it is a it is a kind of power fantasy, but it's genuinely funny. And if you like this series, and presumably if you like Tsukamichi, go back and read Triple F Class Hero because that story is like this one is more gra- like it's grounded and kind of follows a, a more straightforward progression triple f class here is like <clears throat> off the wall in like episode or the by the end of the second or third chapter because he keeps having to replay the same scenario because he he's like oh i completed the i completed the world i beat the i beat the final boss and then yeah. he gets a grade and it's always f because the way he did it was just the most misanthropic bullshit way you could do it. he killed and like this one where he literally just kills everybody every single person in the world is dead including oh, yeah, the demon is king it the, is it because of the drag the poison dragon thing yeah well, there's that one he caused like a calamity but the thing that, that i love that part of the story because he 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 uh is being chased by this dragon is using it to it's poison breath to kill everybody but that then causes like a famine across the world because everyone's making food is dying and whatever so like the first 50 or 60 chapters is just him trying any underhanded dastardly means necessary to just not fail the first 
like version of the world that he gets to and there's times when he's like he failed one he's so pissed off he actually tries to do it even worse and fuck people up even more on the next go around or that he's like you know okay i'll be good i'll be good this time but by being good he exposes that most of the people in that world are pieces of shit anyway so he gets like fucked and then he eventually gets pissed off and you know kills the wrong person it's like it's great comedy to watch him just get so fed up over the course where he just stops taking anything seriously. He's just like, oh, okay. You know what? If I can't win, then we're going to be, we going to be here. You know, like when your kid, or someone's kid is like, you know, they're, you're, they're at the supermarket and it's like, they just start having the tantrum and they sit down. It's like, eh, you know what? If, if you ain't going to fix it, we just going to be here all night. That's that nigga from, from triple F in is this hero for real? He is a, he's moving towards a goal. That's very clear from the beginning but like it's great so i recommend all three as a package sukamichi if you haven't watched it is this hero for real if you're interested in a webtoon that's very similar but maybe even more misanthropic and then go back and read triple f class because the the level of just chicanery debauchery like this man does is triple f class done it's still i think the it's based on a light novel oh okay I think it's not. It's still publishing chapters, so I presume, but it's the same author for both of them. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't know if like he wrote another light novel or something, but like, oh my god, I get so much joy out of these types of stories. I think that's probably why I liked uh, Otome Game because it's all the same thing. A person who just fu- doesn't take this shit seriously is fucking fed up. Gets sc- he's screwed, but he's also a piece of shit, and so he'll just like screw other people even harder and doesn't care. Um, it's great. It's actually hilarious. So recommend all three as a package. But also read the Breaker. Go back and read the fucking Breaker, bro. <laughs> read the Breaker. If you if you were like God of High School, the God of High School got its swag from the Breaker. That's where oh, it got its swag. Okay, from. now that's a good way to add. And it's a Murum a Murum story, like you know, martial arts. So it's not like you know, gods and demons and other things. Like the supernatural part is just how powerful all these martial artists. But niggas get washed in the breaker. Like when they, when they say the breaker, like when you see the aftermath of like physical damage is done to people, you're like, God damn, you broke every fucking bone. His teeth are in his nose. Ooh. Like why you gotta do that? Why you gotta do all that, bro? Like, it's just like a martial arts competition or some shit. Like, you gotta, like, ruin a man's whole career. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Is that necessary? Like, after, a, after like, a, a playoff basketball game, the other team is, like, their legs are embedded in their heads. Like, no, it's, it ain't that serious. Okay. It ain't that serious, bro. It's not. Wow. It's not that serious at all. But, anyway, that's my recommendation. All right. Well, that will be all for this episode. It won't be all for this week because we got another episode coming right after this one. But um, if you haven't already, make sure you check us out on Twitter, anime underscore savants, and then regular anime savants on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Um, Facebook is being raggedy, so they're they're discontinuing podcasts on Facebook through the RSS feed right Ooh. after they implemented it at the beginning of this year. So you cannot get the podcast there, I think, anymore starting in July if you do listen on that platform. I don't know why they fucking did that, but what Whack. that was a very that was a very quick turnaround for them. But you can still like access the community page with the links to everywhere everywhere else on the Facebook page also. Extra whack. Um you can hit me up anytime on Twitter at 
Neural handshake. Please, someone tell me. What, where do I go with this Utawari Moto shit? Please. Yeah. Just tell yeah, me. Yeah, let, let us me, know. Let, a, let a, holler, at, holler at your boy. Just let me know what I got to do. Because I'm not playing no visual novels. But the, the anime looked fire. Low-key. Like, I want to pick it up. But I still don't know where to start. Aw. Well. I guess that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye. Peace out.